As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. I'm Justina Page, your podcast host. It's Friday, and you guys know what Friday is. That's that special day where I bring my special guests on to share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And I'm super duper excited to have my special guest and family in the house today. We have Josia Taylor. Hey, Joe. Hey, I'm so happy that you're here today. You're going to be sharing with us. Oh, I'm so happy uh, to be here. Honored uh, to be a part of your podcast. I'm really excited to uh, to have this conversation with you today. Awesome. 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 Okay. So you guys don't know Josia like I do. So I'm going to share just a bit about her. Josia Taylor has worked in telecommunications industry for the last 20 years. Man, that's a long time. I know, and it's really? crazy. I mean, those child labor laws, considering I'm only 25. <laughs> Currently, as a senior project manager at T-Mobile, also at T-Mobile, Joe is involved in many different community outreach endeavors. Outside of T-Mobile, Joe is active with various organizations, volunteering with the City Union Mission, Harvesters, Junior Achievement, AmeriCorps, to name a few. She serves on the board of two local nonprofits in the Kansas City area, the Dream Factory of Kansas City, as well as JFS Jewish Family Services. Joe's hobbies include running 5Ks, girl, I wish I could, reading, (laughs) cooking, traveling, and shopping. She also loves being active in her church and spending time with her family. Joe and her husband, Jason, will celebrate 25 years in 2024. Congratulations on that. I love to see it. They have two children, a daughter, Kennedy, who is a junior at Missouri State. She is on the women's basketball team and majoring in elementary education. And the girl is bad. I've seen her play. I peek in (laughs) on her. Her son, Ethan, is a sophomore in high school. He is a true creative. He loves video games and hopes to play in the NBA one day. And let's not forget their third child, a miniature Dashaun Duncan, who is 12. That is cute as all get out. Well, I'll tell you what, everyone's uh, tuned in today to hear you and what you have to say about the purple thought that you chose. So why don't you go ahead and read that thought and then share what's on your mind? Okay, I'll be happy to. Um, So I chose a thought that you shared on December the 3rd. And uh, the thought was, we don't have forever on this side of life. Love while you can and do what you can for everyone you can. That's a good one. Yeah, I thought so, too. I mean, you had so many. um, And, you know, just in a moment of transparency, I was like, man, I was reading through your purple thoughts. And I was like, okay, I'm like, there's still work I need to do on myself. Like, so that one resonates, but I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Um, but this one really stuck out to me because of uh, my bleeding heart just to help my fellow man um, yeah. definitely help the community um, 
it's just something that I've always been drawn to. And I'm just thankful that I have the avenue to be able to continue to give give back in, in those spaces. You know, that's really powerful. And that's really pretty what you say. And I mean, just reading your bio gives us a little insight to the, uh, the, um, the reality that this thought plays actually in your everyday life. And I, I think um, a lot of times people may want to do that, but they want to tend to themselves first and then get to that later. What do you think the danger of that is? I think if you're always waiting for the right moment and you don't create spaces um, to one, make sure that you are taking care of yourself, but then taking care of others. I think we're always in this waiting game and it's like this um, never ending cycle and you're always going to put obstacles in front of you that prevent you from um, achieving what it is that you, you truly want. I mean, so, excuse me, uh, to that vein, I got, you know, I, I make time for myself. I make time for my family. Uh, I make time for, you know, my career. Uh, but I also make time to, you know, to give back. I mean, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. And it's just, what is it that you want to do with those 24 hours? That is so well said. And I, I, I would have to agree with you totally. You know, I thought it all. Um, this particular purple ball. Now, I know what I was thinking when I wrote it about how we don't have forever on this side of life. And I think the biggest deception we have as humans is feeling like tomorrow is there. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, I'll get to that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll get to that later. So I think that's one of the biggest deceptions. Your thoughts on that? Um, I, I think so too. And if I'm, if I am, um, maybe going a different direction than what your initial thought was. I also thought that that might have been um, tied to the death of Aunt Marion because that was around the time that she passed away. Um, so I don't know if that was something, but uh, and, and not to and this isn't to um, to bring forth any type of. Um, unrest or un- feelings of things of that nature, but um, we don't know when our last moment is. That's right. So, so right. So we, we always need to live in the, the present. There's nothing wrong with making plans for the future, but don't make so many plans for the future that, that you miss the present and, and miss the blessings in, in today. Um, you know, I have um, a black son uh, I have a black husband and, you know, at times, you know, there's, there's concern. Like if, if something happens and I try to reach them and, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I, you know, I called or I text. Like, so I'll give you a, a very good, for instance, my son, yeah. he's, he is all of a teenage boy and what you expect a teenage boy to be. And I swear, I, like I thought all my gray hairs came from my daughter, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's working on the other side of my head. Now I had a cute yeah. little gray streak from her. Now he's about to make me go full blown gray. Um, <laughs> but he was, he was working at this basketball tournament and, um, you know, he was working there all day and the, um, director of the tournament called me and she said, Hey, Ethan disappeared. 
and we haven't seen him in an hour. Oh wow! And my heart, my heart sank. Yeah, I said because that's not like my son. Right. Right. So there were no questions asked. I immediately jumped in my car and I drove there. And I'm, you know, much like you know, while I'm not on camera today, I'm in my comfy clothes. But in that moment, I was in my comfy clothes in my car, driving to this basketball tournament, walking into the place, you know, walking into the men's restroom. Like, are you in here? Like looking under stalls, like, did he pass out on the floor? You know, my heart sank in that moment because like I said, that's not him. Yeah. Um, and come to find out he was being a stupid boy and and we found him. But the the thoughts that ran through my head at that moment about how loving my son in that moment so much that I'm I'm taking myself out of myself and I'm not caring about anything about what I look like. That's right. Uh, you know, my my goal at this moment is to to get to him, to find him, to make sure that he's safe. Um, and again, like I said, he was doing something stupid. Yeah. But I also realized that that wasn't a moment to completely tear him down and and be demonstrative it was let him know you scared me but also let let you know because you scared me this is how much I love you because that fear is what what drove me to do this so it was yeah you you about to get in trouble and you probably gonna lose your privileges for you know a good week but it's also talking through that with him so that he understood so you know, because one of the thoughts was, oh, my God, my son has been taken up out of here by somebody, yeah, you know. Right. And and so it's really about being intentional, about living in the moment, loving in the moment, making sure that those who you love know that that you love them. And it's not just, oh, well, they just know. No, tell them. Tell them there. Yeah. There's no reason that we can't be like, I love you. That's right. None whatsoever. Man, I so agree with you. You said so much in just a short space, and I want to go back and unpack some of the things you said. First of all, I want to start off with, you hit the nail on the head. I was absolutely talking about my mother when I wrote this, because you don't expect that to happen. Even though you know, you don't expect it at mm-hmm. the same time. And um, just different regrets and different things that transpired that I really don't have time in this podcast to get into. And it made me start thinking, wow, this life really has an end, period. And the reality is, to me personally, is nothing morbid about that. I think it's wisdom to occasionally think on that, mm-hmm. that you might get some pep in your step. And, and people wonder why I do so much. And Always doing something, always this. You know, people tell me all kind of crazy stuff. I'm like, why is it bothering you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not asking you to do it, but me. I want to do everything I can because mm-hmm. I do realize, and I'm very much in touch with my mortality. Period. And maybe another experience for me is coming so close to it that I know it's there, mm-hmm. and. We just don't have forever. Time moves so fast. Now, the other thing you talk about with your son, I had six sons. Mm-hmm. God knows I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I did many of those drives, many of those things. And then I have a son with autism who is now an adult who likes, and he's a runner. And I don't know how much you know about autism or 
you guys who are out there listening to me, but uh, some autistic ch children are labeled runners, which basically means they just like to run out at any given moment, and they usually want to sneak in. So we're in this really nice neighborhood. Um, this is a, a, a black man now. This is not a child. Mm -hmm. This is a man with uh, severe autism that can't obey commands like stop and mm -hmm. put your hands up and things like that. So he goes missing and I about lose my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, so I do understand that. But all of that being said, while he's here, while I have him, while he's safe, I do my best to love while I can and do what I can for everybody. So going further on in this purple thought, why do you think people skip love until maybe when it's tragedy? You had mentioned something about why can't we just say I love you or I'll go a step further. Why can't we just show we love people? Why do we make love wait? I think a lot of it... Um... I think a lot of it is um, sometimes it's trauma. That's good. Um, not necessarily being shown love, so not knowing how to show love or how to express love. <laughs> I think a lot of it um, sometimes um, goes in, into that. And I think that some people, so like I'm a, I'm a big believer, huge believer. And as a matter of fact, I was like, I'm going to put this on my Facebook page that for the people who do know how to show love, um, they show the love uh, within their uh, within their love language. So I'm a big believer in the five love languages. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that really resonates within me. My love language is um, acts of service. Okay. So I'm not I'm not that person that's going to, you know, give you little trinkets and gifts because that doesn't speak to me. I'm going to show you love in the way that I receive love. Right. Right. Um, but and so if if you need me for anything. I'm no questions asked as long as there's nothing else. Like I don't have like any other, you know, responsibilities. If right. If, if there's a choice to sit on my couch and veg out in front of the TV or go be there for you and your time and need, I'm going to choose to be there for you and your time and need because I love you. And that's how I show you my love. Right. right. Um, but I think for people who you're in more intimate relationships with like your spouse, like your children, it's very important to know their love language so that you can show them. I mean, and it, I mean, it's not even just um, silo to those relationships. I mean, anyone that you have a closer relationship with, yeah, um, you learn how they receive love and you show them love in the way that that they receive it. So, again, back to my son, um, his love language is touch. Mm. He's a toucher. Oh, my God. He, he likes the you know, cuddle and That's sometimes I, yeah. But my daughter's love language is quality time. Mm. So, you know, she's away at school. So sometimes I just sit on the phone with her and, and that's how she is receiving love. Yeah. I mean, there's still the expression of love, like I love you and things of that nature, but mm -hmm. the the verbalization of love and then the the showing of love. Like okay. there's a difference there. But I just think a lot of times, like I said, going back to my first response, I think a lot of times some of it is trauma that keeps us from being able to show it in that manner. But it's also because we're not receiving it in the way that that person is giving it. There's a disconnect there. 
that's good. Right. And, and you're, you're like, well, you don't love me. Well, I'm like, well, I came and I did this for you and I did this for you. But then there's an intention and, and on that part to say, no, I'm doing this because I love you. So it's following up your actions with words. Yeah. You know, that is so wise. And I love that a lot because while we're trying to love people, we do need to know how to love them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and it's so true. You know, I think about my husband and I, I, mine is uh, gifts. I, and that's why I'm always giving people stuff. Mm -hmm. That's how I show love. Mm -hmm. uh, and my, uh, for my husband, it's quality time. He just wants me there. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be talking. We don't have to be doing anything. And it took a while for us to, to get that straight because those are two very different types of things but now we do both understand it so i think that's really good. but but and let me i'm sorry to break in for just a second no, but I, I think you you what you said was so poignant in that moment it took us a while to get there yeah. because it is same with with me and my husband like you know mine is access service his is quality time his is you know uh physical touch as well and again it's it's just being there and 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 being connected um and a lot of that kind of stems from, you know, some of his childhood and, and, you know, things that, you know, he experienced growing up, yeah. but the, the meeting of two individuals who receive love differently and working through that to understand how to communicate in the love language of, of your significant other is huge because that removes so many barriers Yes. To be able to move forward in in harmony and in um in unison. Yes, I definitely I, I so agree. So I have one more question I want to ask. How do you define love? Mm. How do you define love? Is a hard that is, to define that, it? it really is. I don't you know, um I think there's different levels of love, of course, right? And um, the being in love to just loving, like, like I just have, okay, so let's talk about it from this, this aspect. I have a love for people. Mm -hmm. I have a bleeding heart because I'm an empath. Yeah. Like, um, and it's so bad. Like, oh man, I just want to, I see people on the street and I just want to love on them. Like, yeah. you know, I want to, I want to take care of everyone. So I just have this, this innate ability to just love. Yeah. But for those who are closest to me, um, how would I define love? Love is a feeling of, um, mm, it's a, it's a, it's a need. I don't know. I got to think about this. This one kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, well, it catches most of us out there. Because you're just so you're just so used to the love, but then to define the love yes. is hard to say. So I would say um, it's just this this need of um, I don't know, God, like maybe a protection or a um, appreciation. I, I I don't know. I would. Oh no, I like it. Because first of all, we're not going to get the perfect answer, period. Right. Because to me, love means many things. 
for uh for different people in different situations. I I yeah, I like that. It really does. And I think also love always involves the denial of oneself or the putting of someone else before mm-hmm. oneself. So the Being selfless. Of self, when mm-hmm. I when I think of love, I think of the sacrifice of self. You think about um, God. He said he so loved the world that he what gave his son. Something was given, you know, mm-hmm. a, a sacrifice. So I think of love in that way. And I think it's so important for us to do that. And for everyone we can. Um, and I know I've been guilty. I picked and choose who I was going to love, especially pre-Christ, sometime after Christ, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because we're because we know that we're all still a work in progress. That's right. That's right. I love this discussion we had. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's what because we talk about how we're still a, a work in progress. Because look, like I said, I was scrolling through your purple thoughts and I was like, ooh, I really want to pick that one. <laughs> I know God is still working on me in that space. Well, look, the thought is just what it is. It's just a thought. It doesn't mean yeah. I've arrived personally. It's just a thought, you know. So yeah. next time you pick whatever you want, we're just talking. <laughs> about no, really, we're not saying I got the uh, I got this down. So here's all the wisdom. Yeah. That. We're just talking. We're just thinking. And as we talk and discuss, we both might hit an epiphany and be delivered. Who knows, right? Or, you know, maybe next time I pick one that doesn't necessarily resonate with me so that we can talk through it. Uh, we could do that, too, because it's just a discussion. And, and, it is. and, and those who tune in and listen, uh, the whole goal for Building Hope with Purple Thoughts is to inspire hope, is to give you something to think about positive, something to think about that builds, that uh, encourages, that inspires that you might be stronger in your walk with the Lord. Bottom line. So that being said, are there any last thoughts about this particular purple thought that you would like to share before we close? Uh, Yes. So like I said, I I felt like you had shared that purple thought because it was um, the anniversary of Aunt Mary and your mother's death. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just to love those who you love while you can and show them that you love them. Tell them that you love them because life is precious. Life is a gift. And we don't know our last moments. And so don't miss that opportunity. I, I was just talking to um, an associate of mine about, you know, gathering on the holidays. And this person said, well, you know, I'm not quite sure that I want to go. And I said, here's the deal family invited you because they want you to be a part of their celebration. And I I get that sometimes we want to kind of feel our feelings and be alone. I said, but so often the only times that we get together as a family is for, um, for funerals and or, or weddings. Yeah. Let it be reasons that today is Wednesday. Let's let's well today's not Wednesday, but let that be the reason that you you seek out your family. Let that be the reason that you seek out someone that you love. That's right. That's well said and very great advice. Thank you so much, uh Josia, for uh coming on today, for sharing your thoughts 
powerful thoughts. Uh, I love the purple thoughts that you chose, and I know those who have tuned in today are extremely blessed by this conversation. Now, guys, if you really enjoyed this particular purple thought, if you're interested in more purple thoughts, guess what? I got you covered. All you have to do is run over to Amazon. You can pick up my newest journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2024. It's here. It's available now. Now, if you prefer your own signed copy with my trusty purple pen, all you have to do is email me, Justina at JustinaRPage.com, and I'll send it out. We want to thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. So have yourself an extremely blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.